You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast, in which three editors talk romance novels, sex, pop culture, relationships, writing. And did we mention sex? Yeah! From the ladies behind XOXOAfterDark.com, because the best conversations happen after dark. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the XOXO After Dark cast. I'm Abby. I'm here with Kate, guest producer Diana. And in fact, we had such a great time with last week's guest, Kate Hutchison, that we had her come on back and join us for this quickie. Uh, it is holiday time, ladies. So uh, I've been thinking about uh, holiday books, the reading I'm going to do. And I um, read so much. I'm so excited about all the reading. And that's always been a big part of my like Christmas memories, oh, actually, yeah. because I had a, I don't know about you, but I had a um, go-to Christmas present for a long time, which was, I was a huge Dick Francis fan, because I'm also horse mad. I so. totally thought you, I really, uh, really yeah. thought you were going to say I was a total Dick fan, and I was like, <laughs> I can't believe Abby is taking it we there. We finally went there. I <laughs> beg your pardon. I know I'm I like a sailor, that. but come on. <laughs> that really was what I thought you were going to say. No. Oh, well, I, you know, it is a romance podcast. It is a romance wrong. podcast. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying no, but <laughs> in this particular case... Uh, Who's Dick, Dick Francis? Dick Francis is a British mystery writer who writes uh, horse racing, steeplechasing set mysteries. So That's right up my alley. Really up your alley. It is super up my alley. They're really great in that kind of, like, the heroes are always just sort of upstanding kind of... British uh, gents. Br- they're not always, like, fancy British. They're often sort of working-class British, but... They just are like smart and they're not super macho, but they're, you know, they're just those upright kind of, it seems weird to talk about a British thing and say it's Captain America-ish, but that kind of just. <laughs> Captain Britain. Because the job needed doing. Yes, it's very sort of oh, Britain, let's Britain, be Britain real. and World it's War II like, kind of. Because the job needed doing. Thank you. <laughs> you yeah. know you read that book in a British Absolutely. accent. <laughs> Absolutely. And I knew, and he was a book a year author for Penguin and, um. I knew that every year there would be a nice hardcover-shaped wrapped package under the tree for me, and it was that year's Mm -hmm. Dick Francis. And I would unwrap it, and I would be thrilled, and I couldn't wait until, you know, okay, the family festivities are done, and I could squirrel myself off and start reading, basically. And then the next day I'd be like, done! And, you know, my parents like, well... That didn't take long, but (laughs) I still have them all in my parents' attic, I think, a bunch of them. Because you don't want to get rid of your own. I have the paperback set in my office here. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) But anyway, so love. I always love great books, and that Mm. one was my go-to. And he sadly has passed away now, so there's no more that peculiar pain of a beloved author who proves to be mortal. And you're like, oh, damn it. (laughs) R.I.P. Dick. I oh god, (laughs) Um, when I was you know a little girl, my favorite thing to do would be to pretend that I lived in ye olden times. Oh yeah, we know. (laughs) It's not surprising at all. She still pretends that she lives in the olden times. Please come into the parlor. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I never said that. Yes, you told us. Did I tell you about that? Yes. Okay. Um, Okay, so. My favorite thing that would happen would be when we'd have the Christmas tree and my parents would light a fire. Mm. I would love to get to read by firelight, <laughs> yes. uh, which is difficult on the right. eyes, regardless of the fact that it is really, really hard to right. read. Right, and way. if it was the morning time, because I used to, my parents used to put us to bed at eight in the evening, as is uh, sensible for young, growing children. Right, but then I would be awake at five thirty, and so I would always get up at five thirty to read for a few hours before school. And um, my favorite thing, so when 
when I was maybe 10, I got from a family friend a copy of Little Women mm-hmm. for Christmas. And I remember opening it uh, in the car ride home and being just completely transported, a book of my heart. And so then I would read both Little Women and Gone with the Wind every Christmas when I was, let's say, 11 to probably like 16 (laughs) probably like pretty far into high school (laughs) and I would go and read it by the fire and feel very old timey and it was lovely that was my favorite it's funny to me that Gone with the Wind has that Christmas association for you I also got that book for Christmas Little Women of course makes a lot of sense but I feel like Mm -hmm. sultry Atlanta and well you were in California you didn't have seasons we didn't have seasons anyway (laughs) it was all an illusion Uh, and I think I got it for Christmas and it was the, the draw too was off of school Big long breaks, big long books. Yes. So you can really mm. get in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like I usually got a lot of box sets when I was younger. I Fancy think, pants. Yeah. That was like, well, that was one big gift, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I got all of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I had that as a box set. I love them. I love them. Yeah. I always got like coffee table books, oh. too. <laughs> I was really in. As a I child? As a child, I was too into like. <laughs> Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> oh, yes. Never ask for oh, books. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I liked actually giving a lot of coffee table books um, as gifts. I think they make, I don't know, it just feels like you're getting something big and mm-hmm. nice and something that you probably wouldn't buy for yourself. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, I sometimes yeah. see ones that I would be like, oh, I would, um, that looks beautiful. And, and you can, and the big coffee table books with any sense, gifts, like, shrink wrap them so you yeah. can't just look at them all in the <laughs> store. And, um, but yeah, I would never... I feel like I could spend that on myself. Right. So it is such a treat for someone else to give to you. I don't have a coffee table. No, I also do. Right. Yeah. Well, I have a coffee table. I do, but I don't like putting things on it. Right. <laughs> I have the Hamilton on the coffee table right now. Oh, nice. <gasps> I think, um, and then I like to give, um, and I like to receive kind of special edition books. So the one of the last, uh, um, Alexand- is Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day yes. is one of my favorite books ever. And my brother got me the limited edition, like, color version. Oh, that's, oh, that's so a great It gift. was just sweet. And, I, you know, I don't ever actually read it, but it's there. And so I try. I am thinking about getting the illustrated Harry Potter ones for Greg. Oh, but that's then so nice. Last year, he got me the same box set that you got with the, oh, uh-huh. the Spines lineup. Mm-hmm. And they make um, the Habits. castle. So, yeah, I, I think I like those two, though, where it's a little bit of a limited edition or signed edition. Or annotated. <laughs> or annotated. I have yeah. an annotated wasteland that I actually love. Oh it was God, in the heart of my that. grad school nerddom. But it's the um, it's the notes and it wow. includes. The, so it has, you know, where he's like trying out. Do I like we do the police in different voices? <laughs> do I, I mean, it's really. Yeah, it's that's like really a, cool. Uh, was it Norton? Maybe I can't remember who, but they reproduced his typescripts mm-hmm. with all his handwritten notes. That's on it. it's so really cool. great. It's almost like watching a DVD with the commentary. Yes, it's right. like DVD extras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now my major conundrum every Christmas is: Do I give people books I feel they need to read? Like this is good for like you, or you, I love this. You will, you will love this. You must love this. This is integral to your education. <gasps> okay, Kate, that's a litmus test. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kate's not shy about this. <laughs> specifically for my younger siblings and younger cousins, I have oh. sixteen younger mm-hmm. siblings and cousins, and so I feel that part of their education in the world is what I tell them, mm-hmm. rightly or wrongly. And so often I'll give them if they ask for a book for Christmas, I'll give them the book they want and also a book. I feel they should read. Mm-hmm. That's but, good. But they're asking you for books, which is, which is I great. feel like the, my if, nieces and nephews 
don't if they don't ask ask for for it and i'm like can i make them have them anyway i give them the book they i give them the thing they asked for the smaller thing they asked for and also a book i feel they should (laughs) i would love to get books sorry go ahead giving books is such a difficult thing because it's really trying to figure out what that person likes it's so intimate also Mm -hmm. you like it but diana you like getting books sometimes i hate it because it's like too much pressure i don't oh. want to read this and now yeah. i'm gonna yeah. feel guilty if i don't You're so right. you cliff note it and like say thank you i yeah. especially like this scene mm-hmm. that's true mm-hmm. i yeah i mean i i like to get books right but i'm probably asking for them i'm not asking i usually give a list one. and say pick some of these all of these are on my list and i would that's love to smart. receive all of them i've also given books and then have had, had someone I, okay well granted it was it's not controversial i gave lamb to someone by christopher moore oh yeah mm-hmm granted it was my cousin who's super religious and okay in retrospect that did not wait what is well. lamb it's um it's a the child it's it's of. a parody it's christopher morris who does a lot of humor mm-hmm. and he did um child uh jesus christ's like childhood oh no as a parody um yeah because they, no one know that no one know and it's hysterical it's oh. one of my, it's my favorite <laughs> book he's so smart it's mm. so funny and witty he has a really avid following i yeah. lo- i read all of his books i mm-hmm. and i i buy all of his books one of his books glows in the dark it's so cool <laughs> that's a great gift dead souls sure you just weren't reading it on a paper white kindle <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> i bought it um actually i didn't realize it until my cousin told me about it but anyway so that well, was yeah, probably a turn off the lights if you're reading the book right mm-hmm. and that actually made him pick it up he said uh he kept wanting to read it he had left it on his um night table mm-hmm. And he kept putting it off. And then one night he looked over and it was glowing in the dark. And so <laughs> it was like calling me. to him. So <laughs> he ended up reading it. Yeah. All right. Um, note to self, more glow in the dark mm-hmm. on covers and um, also avocado toast. Also right. avocado what we learned from last yes. week. So what books are you guys excited to give to people? Um, I am really wanting to give... Well, I've been kind of pushing this for a couple years now, so I might have to choose a new one. But specifically to my little cousins, I love giving Boy Snowbird because it's such a beautiful package and a, and a really well-executed book. And she has a new collection of short stories out, which I found not as purely enjoyable. They were inventive and interesting and well-written, but they weren't as must-read for me as Boy Snowbird was. So I might give that. Um, I love giving... The, the children's group has uh, hardcover editions of Anne of Green Gables, mm-hmm. and oh, they are nice. beautiful. And so I, I sometimes give those to little cousins. But now I guess they're all the youngest. The youngest is still the right age for that. But but then that'll be probably the last year I can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny. I have a hard time thinking um, with adults. It's so specific mm-hmm. um, where I feel like some childhood classics that I'm like, oh, here's a new. They should read this book or whatever mm-hmm. I'm I I still remember uh very fondly the um the chronicles of I don't know how to pronounce it right because it was Welsh but the chronicles of Pridane it started with the black cauldron and um it's this kind of adventure kind of YA-ish adventure mm-hmm. and it's it's old because again old um in a um <coughs> Lord of the Ringish kind of world mm-hmm. uh written by oh no Lloyd Lloyd Alexander I think Um, Welsh so lots of the names had like multiple L's and were really hard to pronounce Mm -hmm. Um, but I love that it has it's a great quest narrative and it has adventure and it has um, a princess who doesn't need or want rescuing and um, so it's a feminist tale too it is it is and it's uh, 
right in that kind of um, upper elementary to middle school yeah. kind mm-hmm. of reading level. And there was a like a cartoon movie made of it that I mm-hmm. think was not very good, but the books right. are great. What about you, Kate? For me, I because again, I don't like getting books. You don't like giving books then. Probably. I don't love giving books. I think for me, if I have a reader in my life that I want to get something for, mm-hmm. Book of the Month Club. I would just oh, subscribe yeah. them. I've into been book thinking of the about Club. giving that to my mom. It's as a proud card carry member. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love Book of the Month Club. Yeah. And on Litzy particularly, it's a hashtag that's really active. So mm-hmm, I can always right. like chat with other people about Book of the Month right. Club. And I don't know. It's my tribe. That's maybe yeah. that's a good idea to get for my mom because I've been a great and at least the choice with it. them. But I don't know mm-hmm. anyone who's a member, so now I know somebody who says mm-hmm. it's a good book, mm-hmm. a good and buy. For me, I get excited for the cold weather because I am thrilled to finally have an excuse to cancel plans and be oh, yeah. antisocial, <laughs> right. and I don't have to lie about it like I have to do <laughs> in the summer. And you know, during the winters, when I read those really dark, depressing books, because yeah. if you're going to commit to a season, <laughs> do it correctly. Right. So, so, a lot of Swedish crime fiction for you in the winter <laughs> exactly exactly but last winter was monumental for me because i read a little life oh my god that book wrecked me <laughs> that book if <laughs> that book if you haven't read it before me. it's one of the most unique reading experiences you will ever have because i could not escape i, I, could I not sat escape. and read it for two days straight i didn't do anything else except talk to people about that book and then i and stood, cry i oh i saw and cry sorry that sobbed. must have been implied it goes without saying this is just a book you're gonna sob but then through. but everybody all of my friends who had read it had said i'm not gonna tell you what i think until you read it because mm-hmm. you need to read it for yourself and mm-hmm. i remember walking from my friend's apartment with another friend and he and i stood on my front stoop in the rain at like you know midnight and talked about a little life because we had walked that entire way. That's like a way. scene from oh. a little life. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, it was it was a cuz everybody has so many thoughts and feelings associated with it oh that God, it needs so to be many. discussed. But exactly. Oh my god, and I love that's like a miss your stop book like a Oh. Oh god. No, no so you can't read you it can't in public. Read it on oh. the subway. Oh, no, okay. no. I saw someone reading it on the subway yesterday and I wanted to be like, "Good luck." <laughs> Sweet thing. Thankfully, yeah. we live in New York where right. crying oh, right. pro- But um another book that I'm excited to read, I'm going to Puerto Rico between Christmas and New Year. Oh, Nice. So mm-hmm. I feel like I need a warm book. And I'm definitely taking Here Comes the Sun by Nicole mm. Dennis Ben. Oh, it's yeah. been on a ton of people's lists for um, best books. So I'm going to be reading going. that. Speaking of yes. yellow covers. So my old <laughs> boss back in the day when mm. I worked at WME, Eric Simonoff, he did that book. Oh, really? And he has phenomenal taste. So I oh, know awesome. it's a genius book. That's and, on my list. Mm-hmm. It's it's a great book. So. Yeah. I've been reading a more nonfiction mm-hmm. of late, oh, right. kind of as mm-hmm. a... I don't know, palate cleanser. cleanser from all the, the novel work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have, uh, I mean, one of my most recent nonfiction uh, loves, which was from a little earlier this year, and Kate and I have talked about this on the show, I think, too, was Shrill, was the Lindy West. Oh, yeah, we which did talk I really about it. enjoyed. Dana, did you read that? Um, I have it. I think I gave you my copy and I got it back. I'm good about that. No, I think I... We no. met Lindy, though. Did I take your... <laughs> no, wait, you, someone had, took my copy. I think maybe, I might have Oops. taken your copy, in which case I will return it to you. Yeah, someone has my copy. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it, and thus I kept it. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, that I really liked, and a, a deep cut for um, foodies. I'm not really a foodie because I, I blew apron, and that is the only cooking I know how to do, mm-hmm. is with careful instructions. But I love watching food TV and reading I food stories. Food TV. And food And this was a nonfiction book called The Sorcerer's Apprentices. Oh, yeah, that oh. is a deep cut. And mm-hmm. um, uh, it is about 
a year in the life of El Bulli, yeah. the, f- the uh, uh, Adria restaurant in Spain, mm-hmm. which is sort of like molecular gastronomy, and it's really yeah. intense. And it follows just the life of the kitchen for yeah. a year. Mm-hmm. And it's so well-written. Um, it was done by one of our sister imprints, actually, but that was one of those... I just, sort of like your story about, oh, I saw this and then I yeah. asked the person. I happened to pick it up off of free shelf before uh, a car trip. I needed something to read in the car so I didn't fight with my husband because we never fight except when he drives because he's a nightmare <laughs> behind the wheel. <laughs> Though a lovely, lovely man in all, other, in all other ways. And so I have to have a book that's really good to keep me from right, right. causing my own divorce. <laughs> or getting out of the car. Or getting out of the car <laughs> on the highway. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I was just like, devoured it so I came back and I emailed the editor and was like I just had to tell you you know not only has this book once again saved my marriage but um, it was just really incredible and you know well done you and she was like oh my god thanks because it's one of those little books uh, where we were talking about last week um, you know those great books that you're like if I could just get it into the hands I know people would love it right, right, right. Um, so sometimes I um, hate handoff books if, if I finish a book especially when I'm traveling and I've done mm-hmm. this a couple of times where I bring a book that I'm excited to read and I absolutely hate it and they will remain nameless because mm-hmm. I don't want to impugn anybody's hard work but I'll then hand it over to someone and and be honest about my opinion but say I do think that if you're looking for a, a read to get home right, right here you go it's free enjoy it mm-hmm. take it for what it is it wasn't my cup of tea People have tremendously different tastes. Right. You never know what's going to work for somebody. I, for instance, on the last time I was here, we talked about Lauren Groth and Fates and Fury. Mm-hmm. She wrote another book called Arcadia. I loved uh, Arcadia. I did not like really? Arcadia, but I knew my sister would love Arcadia. Right. So I got her Arcadia last Christmas. Mm-hmm. That was one of the rare Zero. times I've, because I knew she would love it. Right. But one of the things, you know, if someone didn't. Um, here last week I work at Litzy which is Instagram meets Goodreads Mm -hmm. and one of the things that I've been encouraging my friends to do is join Litzy so I can check out their to read stacks (laughs) and it's really helpful because I know what to get them it's like like, oh Uh, I can stuck you and judge you that's a good trick that's a very good trick yeah it's great it's really effective (laughs) again you don't dates I bet yeah yep exactly (laughs) so it's really been successful because you don't want to get a book for someone that they feel guilty and you know it's like god I never want to read that I think the subscription thing is a smart idea though the book of the month and then yeah because then you get to choose mm -hmm. every month right Mm -hmm. for my brother yeah you get to right yeah it's one of five yeah they have they they decide what's going in their catalog but there are a bunch of choices Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you can skip a month really easily I love it and it's the only books that I've been paying for Mm -hmm. and they're cheaper Mm -hmm. than buying them and it's it's been great yeah, I really like it. Awesome. Um, I the other if you're not into books but into graphic novels or mm-hmm. comics, um, we there's also Comicsology. Oh yes. So that's an app um, where you can it's like digital reading comic books, but they let you like zoom in on the panels and it actually oh, moves cool. through it for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually looking into that for my brother. We've been talking about getting into some more graphic novels. Um, so I'll be giving that. So that's it's like awesome. A subscription, yeah. I will um, take this moment, as I think we're wrapping up, to also plug XOXO Recommends on our YouTube channel. Uh, yes. XOXO After Dark has a YouTube channel, and we are making a very short, uh, hopefully amusing, videos uh, where we recommend some of our fave romances in different themes. And uh, right now, you can see Lauren and I recommend our all-time favorite romances, so some real classics. 
And uh, we also have favorite paranormal romances. And coming up, I believe in time for this, will be um, some recommendations for favorite holiday romances. So, Mm -hmm. again, go ahead. We will, of course, have it on our site, but also check us out on YouTube for new XOXO recommends periodically. We're going to start trying to update that. Uh, if not weekly, then near weekly. Uh, so um, we don't we'll have faces, faces to go with the voices. We're not always excited about that part, but no. there it is. Some of us prefer the voices. I know. Well, Doria, you're not in any of them. <laughs> I know. I think Kate sabotaged hers. So yeah. <laughs> I didn't sabotage it. It just didn't come out. No, you just you just wished it so hard that you secreted it into into being. If only I were that powerful. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think we've all got some new uh, items to put on our to be read piles, and I hope you all have. Some some great new recommendations for holiday shopping and I hope that whatever your holiday and whatever your plans are you have time to read a really great book so um, happy holidays to all and uh, remember that the best conversations happen after dark, dark.